Hey, James, for the next few episodes of Question of the Day, we're going to be all about the holidays, how to survive them. What do you think of that idea? I love it because I think some people are very happy on the holidays, and there's a whole range of reasons why people are unhappy. And I think I have a few questions about this myself. Great. You want to start us off then? Sure. So, Stephen, I have a question for you. I'd love to hear it. It's a little bit more sad. It actually comes from Cora, but I'll just tell you uh, it's totally related to me. So, uh, this Christmas, I'm going to be totally alone, not with my kids, not with anybody else. And uh, what are some tips for spending Christmas solo? I don't think I've ever had a solo Christmas before in my life. Well, and, and, and there's some an- there's some good answers on Cora, but I'm just curious how you would how you would spend a, Chris- a Christmas if you were solo. Well, I'll be honest with you, I haven't spent a holiday solo in a long time. I did for a period there before, like kind of. Um, when I'm, I was in, I'm a little sad thinking about yeah, it. No, I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Well, I will say this: I I didn't like it. But the thing that I didn't like about it wasn't that I was alone, because I like spending time alone, as I know you do as well. The thing I didn't like about it was spending time alone while knowing that the overwhelming social norm, all the you know, all the public and even private sentiment around holidays is about community, family, friends, religion, the meal. And it's really, really, really hard to escape that. And yeah, so- even like mentally, because it's just everywhere. And and that's not a criticism of holidays. I think that's the purpose of holidays, particularly in a society where everybody is spread out. Okay, this is the one kind of almost excuse to get everybody under one roof. You know, it's funny. One of the controversies in academia and elsewhere is about the use of trigger words, right? You know about this when you're like, if I'm teaching a, a class on Faulkner or uh, astrophysics, and, and, or and then you shoot a student, and that's no, a trigger word. No, that would be a, an actual triggering. <laughs> but uh, it'd be like if I'm going to discuss a component of what I'm teaching, whether it's something that's racist or sexist or violent or whatever. The notion is that because some students will respond to that you know, it'll be very hurtful to them that you're supposed to offer a trigger warning that we're about now to discuss something that may make some people upset and so on. And I almost feel like we're getting incredibly respectful of everyone's feelings about everything. I mean, that's kind of the way the culture is moving. And yet, there are other realms like this one where you talk about like the holidays and being alone. There are there's the opposite of trigger warnings on that for everybody. The whole culture and society is basically preaching the message that this is a time when a you're going to be with a lot of other people who you love and who love you, and b you're going to be happy. Damn it! I mean right. that's the message. And, and, and you know, I, I think people forgive if you're not happy or not, as long as with you're with your family, which is, is the real underlying goal. Because as you mentioned, you, we were having a conversation earlier. Sometimes being around your family doesn't make everybody happy. But I'm just asking you personally, what should I do? I'm going to be, and it's the question on Quora, which we can look at the answers also there. But I'm asking you, what should I do on Christmas? I'm okay, be totally so by myself. If, if this were I, if I were you, which is um, a phrase I hate to say. <laughs> Um, no, just, no, no, I don't mean because of you. That I mean, is so insulting. No, no, no. I, di- I didn't mean to. I mean, I tried to never <laughs> oh, say that to anyone. I, I was sorry. depressed before. Uh, now I'm like. I'm sorry, James. Oh, my God. You're taking it the wrong way. I like to never say if I were you to anybody because I just feel it's kind of presumptuous to say, okay. oh, if I were you. But if I were in that situation, I think here's what I would do. I think I would develop a plan. And I would look several days or maybe several weeks out. And I would treat it as if it's a project like a book that I'm writing or a new show I'm trying to produce or a trip I'm trying to plan. 
And I would try to research and plan and create basically not a schedule, but kind of a schematic. And what I would do is I would try to save up or create or cordon off a lot of things that I really, 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 really love to do and that give me a lot of pleasure. And I would try to kind of wrangle all those things into an experience for myself that I know would give me a pretty good chance of getting a lot of pleasure. So there might be certain meals or foods. There might be certain experiences. There might be certain things I want to watch or read. There might be certain people I want to talk to or not talk to. There might be things that I usually do that I wouldn't force myself to do. So you're saying almost like create... Create your own holiday to some degree. Like, so, okay, now I'm going to call these people. Now I'm going to go see this movie. Now I'm going to... Sort of like you have a schedule. You feel busy during the day, so you don't have... It's almost like a psychological trick. Like, you don't have time... Don't let yourself have time to think of kind of the sort of cultural norms of loneliness and family and so on that happen around these holidays. I wasn't even going there, but that makes total sense because I do believe— I do think in in grief in general, you know, look at the opposite of Christmas, okay? Look at a funeral. So what happens at a funeral when you feel—it's sort of this event that happens that you're allowed to feel grief and your whole family comes over with food— or friends or whoever, you're just sitting, right? And your your friends and family from the neighborhood come over and keep you busy and so on. And you're, su- you're suggesting a little bit emotionally almost the same type of artificial uh, aspect I, of I guess so, although I don't think it would be that artificial really once you started I to agree. do it. And, and the other thing, but the other thing is I think I would think about trying to treat myself to things that I might often deprive myself from for whatever reason. Like what? I don't know. Maybe like it's, for me, what? Maybe it's um, maybe it's uh, food. I don't know. I mean, you're pretty strict on what you eat and don't eat. Um, uh, you know, maybe maybe you want to say, you know, I don't. You don't gamble a lot anymore, right? You used to no. play a lot of poker. Yeah. Why do you not play a lot of poker anymore? It was bad for you, or you no, just no, got sick of it? Uh, no, it wasn't. It wasn't bad for me at all, and I enjoyed it very much. It's just um, poker is a skill game. I don't consider it gambling. And for me to play at the level now, like after such a break. For me to play for enjoyment now, I like to play at the level I used to play, and it would probably take a good six months of study and preparation for me to be back at that well, level. So, maybe, so, I, so I can't have a fun, friendly game. Right, for but, but maybe like in the time between now and the time you dread, you could, I don't know, this might be a terrible idea, maybe you could bone up and really study and practice a lot and get really, That's and true. then and then create, but again, this takes planning, create a Christmas Eve poker game um I either, like that. either real or virtual you don't even have to you don't even have to go somewhere obviously you can play this virtually now with people okay we do have to pause for a minute to hear from our sponsor won't take long question of the day we'll be right back you know when we do these podcasts there's like a bunch of like pretty crappy snack food lying around all the time i am just sick of it i like to eat healthy And I'm really thankful that Question of the Day is supported by NatureBox.com. At NatureBox.com, they understand that it's not always easy to make the best decisions when you're hungry, especially in an office, in a podcast, if you buy a bunch of junk food in your house, from day-old donuts to birthday cupcakes to vending machine junk. It's extremely difficult for me to avoid temptation. Like, if, if the donuts are there, I'm eating them. Fortunately, NatureBox makes it easy to start snacking smarter. From sriracha roasted cashews to apple and cinnamon oatmeal, NatureBox offers over 100 delicious options delivered straight to your desk. Set your day up for success and avoid the 3 p.m. slump. 
Visit naturebox.com to get 50% off your first box now. And I want to say that it's 3 o'clock right now, and Nathan, our producer, why isn't there a goddamn nature box right in front of me right now? So here's a thing. This is, I don't know if this is at all helpful to you or anybody, but this is something that, I, you know, when you talk about, like, creating your own holiday, I do this little thing. It's tiny, but I love it. And it's what I call a Shehechianu habit. So Shehechianu is a Hebrew word that's part of a prayer that you're supposed to say, um, it's it's really just this kind of generic prayer about like, uh, thank you God for granting us life and sustaining us. And I'm not, I don't, I mean, belief in God aside, that's a long conversation that we don't need to have now. I sometimes say prayers, even though I may have no expectation at all that there's anyone on the receiving line. I just, for whatever, it's kind of a habit having grown up very religious. So anyway, this prayer is something that you say whenever you encounter something new. And I started doing it years ago whenever I would like, um, like, so one of my favorite things to do is every time I go to a grocery store or grocery shopping, I always try to find and buy one thing I've never had before. Really? It might be some weird fruit or vegetable or some box of something or some nut from somewhere. And every time it's, I do uh, it— It's very anti-fragile of you, you know, like kind of mixing up your routine a little bit to absorb uh, maybe some pain. Like cause you, in some cases you're going to buy something you like, and in some cases you're going to buy something you realize you don't like. Even being put in the same paragraph as Nassim uh, Talib and anti-fragile, I consider a great compliment because I think he's a great thinker. Yes. Um, so I hadn't thought about it like that, but but it became a habit I do. And every time I would buy, put that thing in my cart, I would say the little, like, I would be, and what I try to do is every day, I try to have a Shehekianu moment. So it could be, you know, you go out and buy a carambola, star fruit, if you've never had one of those. It could be that you try to write with a cool new pencil instead of the pen. It could be you watch a TV show you never thought about. It could be you have a conversation with some stranger, or maybe you decide to have a conversation with someone you've seen a million times and never talked to. And I think that that tiny injection of something new becomes this mini holiday that repeats itself. It's personal, it's private, and for me at least, it's fulfilling. I like that. I, you know, uh, how about I read just some of the quick answers? There's just some, somebody made a list of like 40 or 50 uh, things on Quora. Uh, one of them is um, spend the day spying and eavesdropping on people. Ooh. <laughs> it's kind of fun. Really fun. Although I could see how it'd also be sad if the people you're spying and eavesdropping on seem to be having a great time doing the thing that you're not doing. Well, I'm going to add to that, to what you just said. And I think, look, it's so such a cultural tradition and norm. I think you also have to give yourself permission to not be happy. Absolutely. So that's, I think a, that's a great point. You know, but so okay, the other another one is search for the loneliest looking person in town and give them a present. So just an idea. That sounds like a you thing. Yeah. Giving a stranger a present, I mean. Contemplate your biggest flaw and 15 ways to overcome it. I do that all day long anyway. <laughs> so um become an indoor nudist for the whole day. So that's Whoa, kinda, that's, that's kinda, such a good idea. Yeah, and that's kind of along your idea of kind of creating yeah. you know, your own things. Um, and here's another one that was like what you just suggested. Think of one guilty interest and spend the day exploring your curiosity. Do three good deeds that will make you happy. I like that one because you could think to yourself in the morning, I don't know what the good deeds are going to be, but I'm going to go out now, I'm going to search for three good deeds that I can do. That are and, and so it's like an adventure. It's like a quest. 
So those are just some of the suggestions on on this guy's list. He has like 50 things on his list. On you Quora. could also, of course, celebrate the alternate holiday, which is Festivus. You know Festivus? Um, isn't that like on South Park? Uh, Seinfeld, close. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so Festivus, you have the, um, there's a dinner, but then there's the unadorned aluminum Festivus pole, which is basically like a, a strip dancing pole um, instead of the tree. And then the real benefit is, is the airing of grievances. So you need someone to hear your grievances. So if you're saying you're going to be alone on the holiday, you might not have anybody within earshot, but you happen to be sitting in front of a microphone right now. And with me, your good friend. So do you just want to air some year-end holiday grievances? And maybe you'll feel better. Uh, maybe on our year-end podcast, I will. To hear about our next question of the day, stay tuned. But first... Please, Nathan, next time we do a podcast, get NatureBox here instead of these crappy donuts that you have lying around. At NatureBox, I'm thankful that they understand it's not always easy to make the best decisions when you're hungry, especially at the office, or I'm going to say it, in the podcast studio. NatureBox makes it easy to start snacking smarter. From sriracha roasted cashews to apple and cinnamon oatmeal, NatureBox offers over 100 delicious options delivered straight to your desk. Set your day up for success and avoid the 3 p.m. slump. I'm falling to sleep right now and it's 3 p.m. Visit naturebox.com to get 50% off your first box now. Easy and satisfying. Again, visit naturebox.com to get 50% off your first box of beyond tasty hand-picked snacks sent direct to your doorstep. You have questions about next time's question? Here's a hint. Turkeys, it's like having kind of um, a salary at a stable job. It's like you're going along and people are like treating you nice every day. <laughs> and so you feel like you're getting good feedback every single day for like 365 days in a row. And then bam, your head's chopped off. Mm. Turkeys remind me of like what is wrong with corporate America. 